Okay, we're doing Monday's portion of Vayechi, and yesterday, the end of Sunday's portion, it's coming toward the end of Jacob's life, Yaakov, that's what Joseph, Yosef is told, and he brings his two sons, Ephraim and Menashe, to be blessed by his father. So now we continue. We're in chapter 48, verse 10. Now Israel, that's of course another name for Jacob, for Yaakov, Israel's eyes were heavy with age. He could not see. So he brought them near him, and he kissed them and hugged them. Israel, Yisrael, another name for Yaakov, for Jacob, said to Joseph, to Yosef, I cannot imagine seeing your face, and here God has shown me even your offspring. So the word in Hebrew is lofilalti. I didn't dare to think this. This is an unusual word for thought, but that root word, fidlel, means thinking. Joseph then removed them from his knees, and he prostrated face down to the ground. So after Jacob had kissed them, Joseph removed them, and he positioned them. Nasha, the older one, he put to the right of Jacob. And Ephraim, the younger one, he put to the left. So Jacob could rest his hands on them and bless them. Then he prostrated himself, which Rashi explained that when he backed away from his father, meaning prostration often expresses thanks. So we would think the thanks will come after Jacob blessed his sons. So Rashi is saying that here the prostration was a gesture of respect. He's backing away out of respect for his father, not thanks yet at this point. Joseph took the two of them, Ephraim with his right hand to Israel's left, and Nash with his left to Israel's right, and he drew close to him. Meaning, he's setting them up opposite of Joseph to be to the right and left of Jacob. So he wants to set up that Jacob's right hand is going to go on Menashe, and Jacob's left hand is going to go on Ephraim. But Israel extended his right hand and laid it on Ephraim's head, though he was younger, and his left hand on Menashe's head. He moved his hands with intelligence, for Menashe was the firstborn. So the verse is telling us that this wasn't a, a strange accident. Because the Hebrew word, which Unquist translates as making his hands wide, this was very deliberate. He knew when it says for, he was aware that Menashe was firstborn, meaning he knew Menashe was a firstborn, but he chose to place his right hand, which would imply the superior one, and therefore the superior blessing on the younger son, deliberately, not accidentally, deliberately. He blessed Joseph and he said, the God before whom my forefathers Abraham and Isaac walked, God who shepherds me from my inception until this day, may the angel who redeems me from all evil bless the boys, may his name be declared upon them, and the names of my forefathers Abraham and Isaac, Abraham and Yitzchak, May they reproduce abundantly like fish within the land. So he's saying, he's referring here to this angel, because he's referring to this angel, he's saying that there was an angel that was regularly sent to me in my distress. And this angel, as we see in other times, where it says this angel of God spoke to him, so this angel who redeems me should also bless Menashe and Ephraim, these boys, so to speak. And they should reproduce. And the verse uses a very unusual word for reproduce. Usually you would say yirbu, yifru. Here it says yidgu. Very unusual term. It's the only actually verb like this in the whole Torah. 
The Rashi says it's from the root word dug, fish. They're just like the fish, fish proliferate and are numerous. And evil eye has no effect on them. This is my blessing for these boys, not just that they should be so abundantly numerous, but beyond any evil impact.